Hello everyone, greetings. My name is Susanne Treiber. I'm a novelist. I would like to introduce you to my debut novel, Sweet Coco and the Dream Hero, which I published in print and as an ebook on bookmondo.de. Click on the button shop at Bookmondo and type in Susanne Treiber. That's how you find my books. You can find the ebook as English editions with Coco and the Dream Hero on Amazon Kindle. All you have to do is to type my name into the search box in the category Kindle Shop. The novel was written while I was attending novel school. It was a great dream came true for me to write down all my stories with this sound concept in the background. I'm happy to tell you a little more about the creation of the novel and the author in each episode. Today's topics. First, football humor and the guest author. Two, translations for self-publishers and launching a new website. Three, reading from Sweet Coco and the Dream Hero. Today I'm pleased to introduce you to my colleague Jan-Mikael Teuner from the Novel School and his works. You find also his biography uh, on Amazon. <laughs> Jan-Mikael Teuner lives and works in his native Hannover. He is a trained publisher and has always pursued two passions, to name just these two writing and playing two teams with a ball or puck inspired by the game and life he writes by Kunibert Eder and is also featured in various anthologies. Now you already know what the subject of the novel Der Bomber is. It is classified in Amazon under the categories of football humor, literary fiction and cozy crime novels. Yes, the main character is a hobby detective. <laughs> you can find the link in the podcast description for his books. Now, more about his very subtle humorous story, The Bomber, for which I wrote a review. I will read it to you now. <laughs> also, suitable for readers who know uh, the football pitch only from hearsay. With humor, puns and wordplay, the author introduces the reader to a detective story that leads into the football hustle and bustle of the country league. The main hero, Kunibert, with his dark brown moustache and many a moustache tickle, is a charming, lovable, crime-solving character equipped with some of the weaknesses that modern life brings. Contemporary weaknesses and pitfalls of the computer age, integrated into the tranquil village life, are incorporated very humorously and the reader can identify with them very well. The secondary characters are so lovingly named that you can guess their character right from the name, and it's fun so <laughs> to get to know them. The most loyal friend of our Kunibert seems to be Master Eder, his tomcat, who always serves as his closest confidant. Kunibert is always on a mission of justice and fairness. Meanwhile, he falls in love with the girlfriend of the little character, title character, sorry, the bomber. 
a tender romantic rapprochement begins, which suddenly seems to overwhelm our hero. Suddenly he undertakes things that would otherwise be rather uncharacteristic of him. Meanwhile, he gets fit for the important football match in the final. Will he meet with Annabelle's recognition? Will he become a hero? More you can read in his book. You find it under the podcast uh, photo. <laughs> And why I'm telling you this today? I was pleased to be able to do a small translation for Jan for his serial novel. I enjoyed it immensely because it was mainly humorous and interesting, uh, interesting dialogues they took place in Alaska. I look forward to it and feel free to visit him on his website https colon double slash www.jan-mikael.de or on Instagram or Twitter. You will find him and his work. On a personal note, I'm happy to do translations now for self-publishers with a novel genre. You can read about how that can look when the novel is translated in my novel in the Amazon Kindle shop, Sweet Coco and the Dream Hero. From it, I would like to share with you a passage from the chapter 9, the first sides. I will read it to you. Moment, please. <laughs> so, chapter 9 from Sweet Coco and the Dream Hero. When Belle wanted to prepare breakfast for Dolly and herself, her friend could not be found. Hey, Dolly, where are you? cried Belle through the flat. No answer. Dolly's bed on the couch was untouched. Her personal things were missing. Belle opened Dolly's otherwise cramped wet robe. It was empty. Where had Dolly disappeared to? Belle found no farewell message, no announcement. Although her friend usually loves to share her glamorous world with everyone. Belle seriously wondered what was going on. She picked up her smartphone and dialed Dolly's number. An announcement sounded. Please call at a later date. Belle wrote her a WhatsApp message. <laughs> Usually Dolly was always quick to answer, but not today. Belle was worried about her friend and decided to make her a special sweet cocoa instead of the coffee she had enjoyed every day in Dolly's company. Two weeks earlier, should be Angelo had called Dolly and said, Hey babe, I have a great idea. I want to invite you on a cruise to Caribbean. After my assignment with the swimwear collection in Florida, I'd love to spend a few nice days on a such spectacular white beach just with you. Dolly had thought hard, Caribbean. Maybe she could meet Robert somewhere there. Dolly had no scruples about men. She liked Belinda, but the friendship with men ended. Robert seemed to sweet uh, Dolly much better to herself. Besides, he hadn't contacted Belle in weeks, so they were practically not together anymore anyway, she thought. She had wanted to try out her charm on him for a long time. Robert had always been lovable and reliable, of course blessed with a promising future which Dolly felt was wasted on Belle. 
Maybe she got a chance with him after all. That's crazy, Angelo. Where exactly is the journey going? Dolly had asked. Could you use your business connections at your agency for me? Sure, sweetie, you'll be in the next takes. We'll start our cruise in Fort Lauderdale with Haiti as our destination. To the white sandy beach with Turkey's blue water, which is exclusively reserved for this shipping company. That's what you love. I've always dreamed of flying on this beach with you one day. Imagine from there straight on to Jamaica, baby, and back to Florida. Of course, you're invited. We are on the road for six days, just the two of us. I'll wire you the money for the flight, and I'll be waiting for you eagerly. Dolly triumphed because she was totally broke from her trip to Paris. She imagined the visit to Robert in Jamaica. Wow, Angelo, how lovely of you. Thank you very much for the invitation. Of course, I'm happy to see you again. I've got to a super cute bikini just for you. Dolly came up with a plan that mainly concerned Robert. Concerned Robert. This involved obtaining a herbal medicinal product from a pharmacy. She had tried it once before for sleep disorders and reacted with allergic side effects a pronounced general reaction. She had to be taken to the emergency room at the time with several circulatory problems. Dolly had recovered after a few days but was willing to take the risk again to use it for a lure for Rob's helper syndrome. In a Parisian noble boutique she found a chic bikini. It was expensive, but at last Angelo had generously and swiftly transferred the travel amount with expenses. The next morning Dolly took the night flight from Paris to Fort Lauderdale without telling Belle. Despite the long flight, Dolly Angelo fell into Angelo's arms at the airport, top-styled and exclusively dressed. They kissed passionately. Dolly was, as always, entranced by his blue eyes. But the many relationship attempts with failure and reconciliations had left their mark, had no longer exerted a serious attraction on her. Wow, baby, you look gorgeous again. Angela was again exuberant in his enthusiasm. You are the most beautiful. They took a taxi to the harbor and checked into their luxury cabin on board the luxury liner. Dolly always enjoyed the pomp dressed up in gala and enjoyed Angelo's undivided attention. Besides, she never lost sight of her individual land excursions to Robert's coffee plantation. Her elegant bikini not only caught Angelo's attention on this turquoise blue dream beach, it was also a great personal success for Dolly. Jamaica moved closer. Angelo was disattracted and mostly at a bar surrounded by other bikini beauties. He enjoyed his role and almost took root at the bar and board. A short excursion, excursion could not tempt him. Dolly was relieved but about this and packed her backpack for a special trip. She was enchanted by the fine sandy beach and the sight of Ocherios as she walked with the other shore excursionists over the white T-shaped Turtle Bay Pier into an open-air terminal. From there the passengers were left to their own devices. 
Dolly confidently adjusted her sunglasses and tamped around under her smartphone. She was not a lover of sighting, but she read about James Bond Beach and Dunst Waterfall, which was supposed to be nearby and where a film scene had been shot. She would have loved to settle down on the beach or to go nearby shopping centre for a stroll, but she knew there was no time to lose. She didn't know anyone here, and the desire to see Rob spurred her on. In a cafe, she enjoyed a cup of the famous Blue Mountains coffee and bought a bottle of water, which she stowed in her backpack. She attracted a lot of attention from the male audience in the cafe. She didn't care about it and played out her planned scenario once again. In the harbour in the small town of Ocho Rios, she booked a taxi to take her to the Blue Mountains to the coffee plantation to him. It was her pleasure to be chauffeured along the coastal road. The taxi driver was very friendly and explained all the important tourist attractions to her. He stopped briefly at the entrance to James Bond Beach and waved his hands wildly as he talked. Among other things, he pointed out her the Golden Eye Beach, which was surrounded by lushy gardens. From Buff Bay, where the taxi driver chauffeured her grinning through the streets of the small town, they turned onto the country road leading to the Blue Mountains. The mountains range, shrouded in fog, came even closer. As they drove up the wooded mountain over the winding road, she said to the taxi driver, Please stop here. He looked at her in bewilderment. She paid and gave a generous tip so that he did not ask any questions. Meanwhile, she found a hiding place for her utensils between the roots near a signpost that she used for orientation. She wanted to be able to find her things again at a later date. So far, <laughs> yes, moment, back to my, so, you can compare the German paperback on Amazon here, I'll also be launching my, um, okay, I do it on the link uh, under the podcast photo, and I will be launching my own website soon, my book site, where you'll find I find all the information about my books and translation service. If you are thinking about having your novel translated or you have questions or need more information, please please contact me via email countryside605 at gmail.com or if you would like to meet Belinda and Dolly in Sweet Coco and the Dream Hero, you can find the book and ebook at https colon double slash publish dot bookmondo dot de slash Susanne Treiber postage free and auto friendly at shop dot autorenwelt dot de and I would also be happy to receive a book review from you or feel free to visit me on Facebook author Susanne Treiber or on LinkedIn under Susanne Treiber and Instagram under Susanne Treiber uh, underscore style underscore autorin and recently on Twitter at Treiber Susanne. Have a wonderful day. Kind regards from Susanne.